Well, praise the Lord, everybody. I am Evangelist Janice Nelson, and I want to welcome you to season three of Broken Vessels Mended and Whole, a weekly women's Bible study podcast. Today is Sabbath Sunday, March 19th, the year of our Lord, 2023. In this Bible study podcast, we address various issues that break the spirit of women and then seek to promote women's spiritual wholeness and well-being with lessons learned from the word of God. Ladies, let's pray. Our God and our Father, we bow our heads and humble ourselves before your throne of mercy and of grace. As we begin our Bible study, we ask you to join us in the study of your word. Anoint my lips of clay so that your word goes forth in spirit and in truth. Hide me behind the shadow of your cross so that you only are seen and heard in this Bible study. Anoint us with strength and self-care today and always. Bless us with patience and wisdom. Encourage us to choose your way and to behave well. Lord, lift us up for your blessing today. Will you bind the powers of the spirit of darkness so that not one evil deed is met against this ministry or these, your people? Bless each person within the sound of my voice and be ye glorified. In Jesus' name, I ask all of these things and give you thanks for answered prayer. Count it as done by faith and in accordance to your word. Amen. Ladies, setting boundaries is a way of verbalizing what impacts our comfort level. It is a way of defining what we are comfortable with and how we want to be treated by others. It informs others what is and what is not acceptable to us. When we set boundaries, we are honoring our needs and desires so that we feel respected and safe. Setting boundaries is a form of self-care. In order for us to set healthy boundaries, we first need to recognize that we are valuable and deserving of respect. Secondly, we must recognize that boundaries, we must recognize what boundaries we have already set or have not set in our relationships. Then determine what boundaries we need to set in place for a specific relationships, understanding that the boundaries we set for our friends might differ from the boundaries we set for family and others. Finally, we need to communicate our boundaries clearly and respectfully and be respectful of the boundaries set by others. If we fail to set boundaries, people will not know how to behave around us and we might be left feeling disrespected and or violated. Additionally, if we do not have our own boundaries, we are less likely to recognize the boundaries of others and perhaps disrespect and or violate them. When someone disrespects and or violates your boundaries, it, it, it can result in a traumatic, painful experience that stifles your growth and ability to move forward. Recognizing that although you cannot control other people's behaviors, you can control how you respond to a person who disrespects and or violates your boundaries. Find a way to heal and ultimately move on with your life. 
Join me in the leap of faith of trusting God and his word to transform our bodies, our minds, our heart, and our spirit as we take an exciting journey of self-care because self-care equals self-love. To that end, today's episode is titled Setting and Enforcing Boundaries. Enforcing or protecting your boundaries is not always an easy thing to do, but it is a necessary aspect of self-care. Establishing boundaries is an important aspect of every healthy relationship, whether with friends or family or colleagues. However, Prior to our communicating our boundaries to others, we have to first identify them for ourselves. We set boundaries to protect ourselves, but we do not want them to be so rigid that we cannot interact in a healthy way with other people. So in setting boundaries, we need to consider our values and who we are to find a good balance. For example, are you an introvert who needs to be alone to recharge quietly after a hectic day or an extrovert who prefers being around other people and derive energy from social interactions? Are you a passive aggressive person who allows others to take advantage of you and then try to manipulate back the power that you lost by complaining that your boundaries were crossed? Or are you assertive and direct while also being respectful of yourself and others? This type of self-awareness keeps you in touch with your values, can help you set boundaries that preserve your mental health and makes it easier to to recognize boundary violations if they occur. Also, boundaries are not set in stone. As we learn more about who we are and experience personal life lessons, we will change. So too will our boundaries. In addition, we alone are responsible for the setting of our boundaries. This is not something we can entrust to anyone else. As such, we are the only ones who can communicate our boundaries to others. And it is important that we are willing and able to discuss our boundaries clearly and respectfully. It would be unfair to get angry with someone for crossing your boundaries if you have never communicated to them your boundaries. Now, some things are obvious and really should not need to be communicated as a boundary. For example, a man who I worked for but had no personal relationship with at all once went into my purse and stole something from me. I should not have to communicate to this grown man who I have no relationship with that putting his hands in my purse and stealing from me crossed the line, was disrespectful to me and left me feeling violated. And I am sure common sense told him this and that his decision to disrespect and violate me in this way was an ungodly decision. Titus chapter two, verse 12 says, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in the present age. God's grace should instruct us to order our lives aright. Some are quick to turn 
the preaching of God's mercy into an excuse for lasciviousness, while carelessness keeps others from thinking about the renewal of their life. But the revelation of God's grace brings with it exhortations to a godly life. Grace puts ungodliness in our past and teaches us not only to say no to ungodliness, but to renounce them and to live a life self-control, live a self-controlled godly life in this present world. Further, I feel uncomfortable whenever this man comes around. If you feel uncomfortable or that something is off whenever someone is around you, this may also signal broken boundaries. Whenever a person gets in your space and you feel uncomfortable, whether it is physical, emotional, or mental space, if you feel uncomfortable, intimidated, or afraid, it is a boundary violation. On the other hand, there are other things that you certainly should communicate so that people have a clear understanding what your boundaries are, like asking a boss not to make unreasonable demands on your time after normal working hours. If your boss does this and it feels like an intrusion into your personal time, but you do not communicate with him or her about it, but continue to comply, your boss might think you do not mind working the extra hours and are just happy to earn some overtime. In a situation such as this, it would be unfair for you to get angry with your boss and start yelling that your boundary was disrespected and or violated when that was simply not true. It is a lie. Proverbs 12, says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but those who deal truthfully are his delight. And Galatians 6, 7 says, do not be deceived. God is not mocked for who, whatever a man sows that he will also reap. Many people are deceived concerning this principle of seed time and harvest. They sow their seeds or lies thoughtlessly and blind themselves to the fact that the seeds they sow will inevitably produce a corresponding harvest. They imagine that somehow they can get away with it, with lying, but God is not mocked. To mock God is to disrespect, dishonor, or ignore him. It is a serious offense committed by those who have no fear of God or who deny his existence. Mockery is a dishonoring attitude that shows low estimation, contempt, and even open hostility. As a social species, we have strong motivations to behave pro-socially and honestly, but people are not all equally pro-social. So consistently be behave, some consistently behave selfishly by taking more than they give, by lying, etc. Lying is an antisocial selfish behavior that is widely repudiated. Also, social species are driven by a desire for community and belonging. 
Social interactions feed that need. Living in truth goes beyond never lying or simply telling someone what they want to hear. Living in truth is the basis upon which we interpret community life and relationships. With this in mind, we must realize that being that part of being willing to discuss our boundaries with others truthfully is recognizing that it is okay to have them in the first place. You deserve love and respect. It's not okay for someone to break one of your boundaries, just like it's not okay for you to break someone else's. Recognizing that mutual respect and truth telling between two people is a is key to healthy boundaries, just as knowing what your boundaries are. Honesty and truth telling are biblical principles, which are highly regarded by God and considered to be an integral part of a life of integrity and faithfulness to him. Mosaic law commands God's people, do not lie or deceive each other. It also says, give no, um, false not to give false testimony about uh, another. Psalms 15 verses, uh, verse two describes the person whose walk is blameless and righteous as speaking the truth from the heart. And New Testament text found in Colossians three, verse nine echoes this when it connects honesty and truthfulness with the believer's new life in Christ. One of the main identifying marks of the people of God is that they do not lie, but walk with integrity, uprightness of spirit, and a principled heart. Protecting our boundaries without destroying important relationships is tricky business if you want to be honest, humble, loving, and forgiving without being a doormat. People can be uncomfortable with your boundaries, but having them and enforcing them is one of the most loving things we can do for ourselves and for others. In the Bible, God provides an example of what boundaries look like in his relationship with humanity. In Genesis chapter one and throughout the scriptures, God instructs us what to do and what not to do. He gives us choices and consequences for those choices, whether good or bad. And each person has to take ownership of their choice. However, regardless of our choices, it is important to note that although God never changes in his love and goodness, he is very clear about his expectations of us. In this same manner, as godly women, we too can love others by setting boundaries in our relationships and enforcing those boundaries without being rude, cruel, or a pushover by knowing when to say yes, how to say no, and when to take control of our life. Also, when you encounter a toxic relationship, engage in honest prayer. Tell God your feelings and ask for wisdom. James chapter one, verse five says, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him or her. Trials, 
bring a necessary season for us to seek wisdom from God. In general, we do not know that we need wisdom until we encounter a time of challenge or difficulty. During times of trial, we need to know if a particular trial is something God wants us to eliminate by faith or preserve in by faith. And this requires wisdom. Now, how do we move on with life after someone has disrespected and or violated our boundaries? Well, first I want to say that it is critically important to know how to respond when someone disrespects and or violates your boundaries. As women, we tend to hold on to pain, the pain of our past hurts for far too long. We think about or replay the disrespect and or violation over and over again in our minds. We carry the memory of past hurtful incidents around with us everywhere we go, like excess baggage. And we repeatedly tell the story to anyone who will listen. It is important that we do not give unpleasant memories or thoughts too much airtime because doing so can trigger distressing emotions that break our spirit and contribute to our suffering. Also, we do not need to drag our past hurts into a new day or a new relationship. Now, I'm not suggesting that we ignore our true feelings of sadness, hurt, or even loss that occurs when our boundaries have been disrespected and or violated. But I am suggesting that we learn healthy ways to soothe or comfort ourselves. We can do this by seeking support from loved ones or counseling if necessary to help us unravel and understand not only what boundaries were disrespected and or violated, but how it impacted us. Only be careful not to gossip or attempt to turn people against the offender. Be discreet, seeking only to get input, not just to vent your frustration. But primarily, we must learn how to enforce the boundaries we have set for ourselves. And this might require us to walk away from situations and or distance ourselves from people who disrespect and or violate our boundaries. Because when someone knowingly disrespects and or violates your boundaries, they are purposefully disrespecting and violating you. Further, selectively surround yourself with people who genuinely love and care about you and people that you trust, people who will support you and respect your boundaries. Also, rewrite the story that you are telling yourself about your past so that your hurtful past experiences do not define who you are beyond those experiences. Create a new positive mental narrative of yourself for yourself so that you remove thoughts that limit who you can be and what you can experience in the future. Ladies, every day presents a new opportunity for women to control their thoughts 
feelings and life experiences which shape who we are and how we view ourselves in the world. Direct your attention to your strengths and the beneficial lessons you learn from people who disrespect and or violate your boundaries. Believe it or not, you can, these people do teach us things about how we should move forward. Finally, take ownership of what is yours and let go of what is not yours. In this way, you also define your boundaries. Remember that you are only responsible for your own thoughts, feelings, body, and decision. No one else's and other people are probably not following the same rules you have set for yourself. Perhaps you have not given much thought to the signs that your boundaries are being disrespected and or violated, but you know you feel uncomfortable or that something is off whenever a certain person is around. For me, my body's natural response and signal that things feel unsafe and that a boundary is being crossed include but are not limited to sweaty palms, an upset stomach, a racing heart, elevated body temperature, elevated blood pressure. I feel claustrophobic, fearful of the person who has disrespected and or violated me, and I have a hard time processing my thoughts and emotions. I also feel frustrated or upset or like I cannot make decisions. As a result, I tend to avoid social situations and take extra steps to avoid this person for fear of having to interact with him or her. Now, on the flip side, if you become aware that you have disrespected and or violated someone else's boundaries, apologize for anything that you did that was sinful or disrespectful or a violation but nothing more. Explain to the person whose boundaries you cross that you are trying to be the best person you can be and ask him or her to forgive you. But beyond that, the conversation is over. You do not have to compromise your own boundaries in order to accommodate someone else's. In Luke chapter 22, verse 36, Jesus tells his disciples, he who has no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. Ladies, as believers, we face a hostile world and we must utilize common sense means for our own protection. Boundaries are essential to for human connection and personal safety. They protect us, set the rules of engagement, and allow us to each retain our individuality. Boundaries may be physical, emotional, mental, material, or time-related. Whatever the situation, do not allow people to manipulate or lure you into accommodating their needs or desires at the expense of your own, regardless of any potential fallout. Conflict avoidance and people-pleasing are common in codependent relationships. 
Among other things, these behaviors may signal difficulty in establishing and respecting boundaries. Being in a relationship with someone who constantly crosses the line may lead you to experience mental health symptoms such as anxiety, panic attacks, depression, post-traumatic stress disorder, etc. Checking in with your thoughts, feelings, and body responses is a good way to know if your boundaries or your boundary, if your boundary or boundaries have been crossed and of promoting your spiritual wholeness and well-being. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. If this ministry has been a blessing to you and you want to support it, we have several ways in which you could do that. First, via the Tidely app at Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. Second, at Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y, you may donate to Broken Vessels, hyphen, Mended and Whole, or you may mail whatever gifts of love you feel led to give to Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. We are 501c3 nonprofit religious organization located at P.O. Box 34637 in Los Angeles, California, 90034. Please join me next week for another episode of Broken Vessels, Mended and Whole. In the meantime, take good care and may God continue to bless you and all those you hold near and dear. Amen.